Welcome to another edition of the Peach Pit. My name is Jason Longshore. I'm one of the managing editors at Dirty South Soccer. And this is my mostly daily podcast, kind of looking at some different things in soccer that affects Atlanta United and MLS and just American soccer at large um, in a more bite-sized portion. Um, Expect them to come a little more frequently, especially as we're getting closer to the expansion draft on December 13th. The action is going to get pretty fast and furious when it comes to Atlanta United and and what's next for them. And and they're going to add quite a few players in a week's time um, after MLS Cup. So there'll be lots to chew on before and after that. And I want to kind of prepare everybody for that. So today we're going to look at the expansion draft um, and also some of the moves that have been made around the league. I uh, posted an updated list of action around the league. I uh, updated it again today. Uh, it's the expansion draft wish list and update. It's at DirtySouthSoccer.com. If you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted it a little bit earlier this afternoon. My Twitter is at Longshoe. Um, word's starting to come out on teams and the options they are picking up and they are declining, and that can give us you know, maybe not a, a true indication of what's going to happen in the expansion draft, but at least give us some ideas and then also give us start to give us a list of players that could be available in the waiver draft and in the reentry draft, which those are some complicated processes. And you know, maybe later this week we'll do um, a peach pit just about that process and how that works. So it's pretty complicated. I think I've got my head wrapped around it pretty well, and I'm sure I don't know all the ins and outs. Um, if you're, you know, a casual fan or a new fan of MLS or a new fan of Atlanta United, this stuff is really complicated and I wish it wasn't so complicated, but that's the uh, league we have and that's the rules we have and we're going to learn the best we can to deal with it. So tomorrow, uh, Rob and I will have our expansion draft wish list big board that will go out. Uh, we're each doing a top 10 of the players we've identified through all of our wish lists of all 20 teams that we would like to see Atlanta United consider. Um, it's been interesting. We had some some differences of opinion when you start getting down the list. Uh, you know, and that's that's what we need. We need some discussion about this stuff. So we're each going to have our top 10 and kind of an explanation of why some players are in our top 10. I went through on my first pass through the lists and came up with a list of about probably 30 to 35 guys that I think will be available and I think should be considered at this point. Now, some of these guys will be available in other means through the waiver draft or the reentry draft. So, you know, where Atlanta United might not pick a guy in the expansion draft, you have to remember that they still might have other chances at some of these players. If a player is out of contract and you pick them in the expansion draft, you have to try to sign that player to a new contract. If you pick them in the other drafts, there's different mechanisms. The reentry draft, you can just pick up their option. It's it's a process, and we'll get through all that as we go. But right now, we're going to talk about the fun stuff and the teams and the players that are involved. So, you know, running through the list, you had a couple new teams today announce their uh, options they were picking up and options they were declining. Both of the New York teams and New England. Um, New England, a couple guys to keep in mind. Jordan McCrary, who's a local product. He grew up playing with Concord Fire, uh, among other clubs. He went to UNC. 
he his option was declined. He didn't get much playing time at outside back for New England. Didn't get much of a chance there. And he'll be available in the waiver draft if Atlanta United wanted to go that route, or they could wait it out and see if he's available after that and bring him into camp and see where it goes. Um, didn't get much of a chance in New England, so I wouldn't really measure anything by that. Uh, I think he he has some potential. We just don't know if he's an MLS-level player right now because he hasn't had an opportunity yet. So if he's available to at least bring into your training camp in January, I think he'd be a player to look at. Um, and he, I think he's also going to be a player who's going to look at the lower divisions to get more playing time and, and further his development. Another player that we've liked in the wish list process is Teal Bunbury. His option was picked up by the Revolution. That doesn't mean he won't be exposed in the expansion draft. New England has a collection of players up top, especially, and they're going to have to leave somebody unprotected. And and Rob and I thought that Bunbury might be the guy who is left unprotected. Then Atlanta United has to decide, one, is he a striker or is he a winger? Um, and if he's a player they want to they bring in. Um, he is under contract. So you don't have to worry about re-signing him. He's, his option was picked up. New York City had uh, quite a few players leaving the club, seven in fact, um, after this season. A couple retirements. Uh, the biggest one was... Iriola, who did really well for them this year when he moved into the defensive midfield, and Medi Bellucci, who, uh, not a huge surprise, his playing time had dwindled at, at NYCFC. Um, Lampard is leaving the club. Um, you had some other players whose options were not picked up. The biggest name or the most intriguing guy out of that list, in my opinion, was Tony Taylor, who's another you know, wide player slash forward who could be a fit in Tata Martino's system. He had some injuries early in his career, and he started to bounce back from that. But once you get behind players in the pecking order, it's hard to win your spot back. So maybe a change of scenery would do him well. Uh, the Red Bulls also announced their list, and they declined options on two of their center backs, uh, Carl Wimet and Ronald Zubar. They're still negotiating with Zubar. Um, we met has had awful luck with injuries and we'll have to see if he's fully healthy. He had just come back and got hurt again in their game with, I believe it was with the galaxy, uh, kind of in the fall, early fall. Um, Chris Duvall, who's a local product outside back. He had his option picked up by the Red Bulls. Most people seem to think he'll be protected in the expansion draft. He's, He's maybe on the, the cusp of being left unprotected. We'll have to see where the Red Bulls go with this. And we'll have to see some of these players like Zubar. If Zubar gets re-signed before the expansion draft, that might push somebody to the unprotected list. So there's going to be a lot of maneuvering. I mean, we're going to do a, a big board that's going to come out tomorrow. That could change pretty dramatically between now and December 13th when the draft happens. So we'll have to see. If Looking big picture at... You know who might be available. The things that jumped out to me are that there's not gonna not going to be many strikers available. We talked about Bunbury, we've talked about Jack McInerney for a long time, possibly being available, and that's not a definite. Uh, there's been some projected lists out of Portland and out of Portland fans that have McInerney getting protected. I'd be pretty surprised because uh, at, at this point he's a backup there behind Fernando Adi. I don't see them going to a two forward setup. So they're not going to risk a protected spot on a backup, in my opinion. 
I think he'll be available in the expansion draft, and then it'll be up to Tata Martino and, and the staff to decide if he's a fit for Atlanta United, where he would likely be a backup to Kenwin Jones unless they decide to play a two-forward setup. Uh, so not many forwards available. Um, quality at goalkeeper, and we've talked about Zach McMath, who I think had a solid series uh, in the Western Conference Finals with Colorado after Tim Howard's injury. don't think you can really fault him too heavily for the Rapids elimination. Uh, he's definitely rusty, which you can't blame him. I mean, he hasn't had game action uh, very much since Howard came to the club. I think he will he will end up in a different place and he will end up as a starter next year. I'm just not sure if that will be here. Uh, Steve Clark from Columbus, his option was declined. So you might have some different options or different ways to get him, but he will be in the expansion draft and you can take his you can draft his rights and then sign him to a new deal. Sean Johnson is another one. His option was picked up by by Chicago, but again, he still could be left unprotected. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, lots of options at in the midfield, we think, both in the central midfield and out wide. Uh, and, and I'll get into that more in the big board tomorrow, so check out Dirty South Soccer late in the morning for that. Um, some different options in attacking midfield and defensive midfield and out wide on both, side, both sides. And the, the one that we still kind of hold on to that we hope is available is Gonzalo Verón from the Red Bulls, even though they're saying all the right things about Verone and his potential and what he can bring to the team next year, I would be surprised if he is protected. And I think the Red Bulls might kind of be hoping that he gets drafted in the expansion draft. And he could be an early pickup for Atlanta United. The other thing that surprised me a bit is there's not going to be a whole lot of quality available in the back, both at outside back and at center back. And that's going to prove to be a bit of a challenge for Atlanta United because, you know, looking at the roster right now, you have, you know, nothing in the back except for Chris McCann, possibly at left back if you decide to go that route. They're, they're going to have to work to get a solid defense. We've seen it throughout, M- throughout MLS's history and especially with expansion teams. If you just go after exciting attacking players and you neglect the defense, you will struggle and you'll struggle a lot and you'll struggle early. Toronto has finally figured it out this year and they are where they are because of that. New York City obviously has not figured that out. Um, Orlando never figured that out and they're going to have to this year. So with not too many options in the expansion draft or in these other drafts available, Atlanta United is going to have to get creative in getting starting level defensive talent. And it could be some international players. We haven't heard of any Yet, we've seen Maza Rodriguez, who is not one that I would consider really fitting in here at 35 uh, and really not playing at Cruz Azul. Beyond that, I, I don't know. And we're going to have to wait and see you know, what the international transfer window brings. I think there's, there's a good likelihood that out of the five expansion draft picks, you could still get a center back and an outside back that can play a lot for you next year. But maybe one of each and that's it. And I think, you know, I was saying I'd like to see three defenders, three of my back line come from the expansion draft. Maybe you get lucky with re-entry. Maybe you get lucky with waiver draft. I'm not sure, but there's going to be some slim pickings in the back. And that's, that's a concern for Atlanta United and, and this roster coming together. 
Uh, if, as you get into this stuff and as you read the stuff on Dirty South Soccer, if you have any questions, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I love talking about this stuff. So my Twitter is at Longshoe. If you just have any questions about the process or, or just, you know, want to just debate a rumor or whatever, that's fine. Uh, hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking and let me know what you want to know as well, either through a, a piece on Dirty South or through the Peachtree Post, which will come out on Friday this week or in one of these peach pits. Just you know, don't hesitate to hit me up and let me know. So with that, I'm going to end my rambling on the expansion draft. I'm going to tease the expansion draft big board piece tomorrow morning at DirtySouthSoccer.com. Uh, I'll be curious to see Rob's final top 10 list and, and mine and how they differ. Uh, both of our, our kind of lines of thinking on that. It's always always fun to, to hear the other side. I think uh, Rob does not like Michael Parkhurst, and I think Parkhurst might be a pretty important piece to pick up here. So we'll have some differences of opinion on that one for sure, and we'll see where else you know we're kind of thinking differently. So with that, thanks for listening as always. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, just want to ramble on about Atlanta United with me, hit me up on Twitter and I'll see you guys next time.